As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. Welcome back to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. When I talk about the practice management software I use, I love to share Jane's client and practitioner-friendly features. But beyond powerful features, Jane also offers an online community forum. It's a helpful spot to meet other allied health professionals to share business insights and to see how others are using Jane to run their practices. It's nice to know you're not alone on your practitioner journey and you're likely to pick up a tip or two while you're there. You can join by heading to Facebook and searching for the Jane.app community forum. If you're ready to get started with Jane, don't forget you can mention my name at the time of sign up for a one month grace period on your new Jane account. Let's get started. everyone to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have Buffy Stinchfield. Buffy became a passionate advocate for women's and pelvic health after years of suffering in silence with pelvic pain. She realized she finally needed to specialize in pelvic health after the birth of her first child in 2008, when her labor was anything but simple and her recovery was even more difficult. As she began her studies into this specialty, she was floored at the staggering statistics in pelvic health that pointed to the fact that pelvic health issues are very common. All of those years suffering in silence, thinking she was alone, should have never happened. And it's still the case for so many. She now helps women of all ages resolve and overcome issues, including pelvic pain, endometriosis, bladder pain syndrome, pelvic organ prolapse, urinary leakage, bowel leakage, constipation, tailbone pain, and injuries, postpartum recovery, back and neck pain, hip pain, and most orthopedic conditions. She is committed to getting to the why to help her patients heal for good instead of just treating the symptoms, addressing the whole body. She uses a combination of hands-on techniques and restorative exercises to help her patients achieve real success. She knows firsthand how busy life can get and won't overwhelm her patients with too many exercises to do at home. Welcome. It's so great to have you, Buffy. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. And yes, that was a long intro. <laughs> There's it's a whole a long, story. <laughs> it's a long and important one because I think your experience of pregnancy and birth and postpartum is so, so, so common, unfortunately. And that's why you're doing what you're doing. And we're so grateful that you exist. And I'm so grateful you're in our community here in Vancouver, Washington. And we've actually known each other for several years. We've sort of Mm -hmm. been in the community together and referred back and forth. And it's been lovely to get to know you. Yes, likewise. And I love having your practice in our community because I have recommended clients many times to you guys. Yeah. 
it's a great working relationship. So I'd love if you could tell us more about why you became interested in pelvic health in addition to what was already the shared. intro. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, um, I got out of grad school with my husband and we moved to Vancouver, Washington. And at that point, I'd already been suffering for a long time with pelvic pain in silence because you just don't talk about those things. Um, and I had seen a doctor down in Los Angeles that said nothing to my like, hey, um, by the way, so pelvic it, sex hurts. Um, she left the room, said nothing, came back with a psychiatrist business card, but with no explanation. So all I could interpret that was it's in my head. There's nothing I can do to make it better, though it was a very real pain. And then when I had my child, I realized there really wasn't anybody that did this in this area that I knew. And so I literally felt like I had to rescue myself. So that's why I said, yes, I will be a pelvic physical therapist. And I was terrified at first. I was terrified of the classes. It was like, oh my gosh, we're going to get undressed. The people in my class, we're going to see each other's pelvic floors. What is this? But that all changed pretty much the moment I started the class and we did all the things, learned all the things. And I realized we're all humans. We're all going through this experience together. And I, I was just shocked at how like the intro set, how common everything was when I realized the stats and I haven't looked back. Yeah. So why should women see a pelvic physical therapist before their due date? Because I think yes. some women have heard of pelvic floor PTs for after they give birth. So why would you recommend coming to see you or another pelvic PT before their due date? Yes, this is just a part of the evolution of when I first got into the field over a dozen years ago. Um, we were trying to go, women, you should see someone after you deliver your baby. Even that was newer. And it really wasn't in people like people are talking about it today. And I would say, well, gosh, if we actually had someone assess us going into our delivery, they could help us learn how to really connect with our core, how to breathe well, fully understand in our own body what state the phase one of labor looked like phase two, what is, what's transition? And then help them go through figuring out what positions work better for their body. How can they best push? What do they do to calm their nervous system down? So in the end, it's that as we see more and more women postpartum, you realize, oh wait, I've been seeing all these pregnant women and we were able to get them ready for their delivery. And they actually did a lot better afterwards. So I started having these like, you know, case reports in my own practice of no intervention, intervention during pregnancy, and the aftermath was quite different. Women are both mentally and more physically prepared, and it just reduces the chance of having complications or injury. It's all about preventative care and holistic care, which is yes. how you practice. Yes. And the mind-body part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love uh, hypnobirthing, for example. I love the mindset approach to going into that labor instead of a paradigm where this is the right way, there's a wrong way, and you're going to fail if you don't do it this way. Absolutely. So what are some of the major pelvic health issues that you see that women can have? 
I like it has been mentioned, at least 40% of all women are going to experience some bladder leakage in their lifetime. So that's, you know, you cough or sneeze hard, shout at a child, jump on that trampoline post baby. It's just a symptom of your deep core muscles, likely not coordinating well. Then like we've mentioned, pain with intimacy, pain with a doctor exam, or just pain with tight-fitting clothing that can be too too close to the pelvic floor area of externally can be painful for some. History of endometriosis, other pains, chronic low back pain. 95% of people with back pain have something going on with their pelvic floor. 95%, it's kind of high. Pelvic organ prolapse is where the organs housed in the pelvis will start to shift down and they are suspended by ligaments in the pelvis. And after maybe years of straining with constipation or a difficult labor, those ligaments can be strained and the organs will shift. We can help that guys and gals. Um, And then postpartum recovery, prenatal preparation. It goes on. <laughs> so I also end up goes seeing, on. I know we also end up seeing people that just weren't getting better with traditional therapies after chronic hip pain or back. Definitely. Hey, this is Katie from Jane. I know it can be daunting to think about switching to a new practice management software, let alone know where to begin. At Jane, we make it easy for you to get started in a few simple steps. First is importing your data to Jane. With the help of our dedicated imports team, you'll be ready to schedule your free import and upload your files, making for a smooth and stress-free transition. And we know it's likely that you'll have questions as you get started. Our team will always be here to help you. And we've also created a self-led training program for practitioners and admin staff. We call this Jane University, and it's a great way to learn the ins and outs of Jane so you can get started with confidence. If you're curious to learn more, head to jane.app to connect with a member of our team or book your own one-on-one demo to see Jane in action. We'd love to meet you and see how Jane can be part of your story. I'd love to know more about like what someone could expect in treatment with you, because I think those probably are your frequently asked questions. Like number one, do you only work with women? Number two, What does a treatment look like? You know, is there an internal exam? Is it external exercises? What what would someone expect from pelvic physical therapy? Yes. Well, first off, everyone has a pelvis. Boys and girls and whatever we identify, we all have pelvises. This practice specifically focuses on women. It's in our business name. So we're really experts at working with people born with female organs. And so we also do see children. Two of my other therapists do pediatrics. Um, There's very few and far between pediatric specialists on the West Coast. And so when someone comes to see us, we actually have an hour and a half evaluation. Most of that assessment is A, hearing their story, Sometimes that can take 20 minutes or more. And then B, we do a whole body assessment. We look at how they breathe, how they move. We do a lot of things that you would see in an outpatient clinic. Um, Maybe it would look like I'm just seeing them for low back pain. At the very end of the assessment or towards the end, 
We talk about the deep core muscles, including the pelvic floor. We go through what would a pelvic floor exam look like? What is an internal assessment? And we do usually need to, at some point, assess their muscles internally because there's no other way to get that information. Um, But it's 100% their choice. If they don't feel comfortable at that visit, we revisit it with no pressure. But in the end, after that internal assessment, whenever it happens, that patient is basically usually always saying thank you because they understand their whole body. And we really begin to peel back the layers of any shame um, because they understand really objectively, this is how my body works. This is how it functions. And then we start off with some really basic things to get them pointed in the right direction at the end of that visit. Sounds wonderful and something that is so needed and missing missing in a lot of communities and has been missing for a long time. And I'm curious how your practice is different from others we might see. Yeah. Well, first off, we're not part of the corporate model. So sadly, as the years have gone on, physical therapy and the therapies have had to go into the high volume practices. So sometimes the therapist has seen a new patient every 15, 20 minutes, and then they get handed off to an aide or an assistant, typically an aide. And they're just, they don't get that much one-on-one time. They don't get enough time to really play detective and peel back the layers of issues. So I knew I had to step out from that situation and create uh, my own practice because I also didn't find in this area a space that was dedicated to pelvic health that was really built out. Everything in the whole space feels safe and peaceful because there's so much to our nervous system involved with pelvic health that I needed the, the entire place to feel safe and peaceful. That's wonderful. So I'm curious, I know that you recently became a multidisciplinary practice, which our listeners know is very exciting to me. (laughs) I'm very passionate about multidisciplinary practices. I'm curious to just learn more about that and how that's going for you. And then we'll get on to some advice for our listeners. Totally. Okay. So I had been looking for hiring another physical therapist specializing in pelvic health. And I knew there's very few. This field has grown so much, but there's just still not enough. And 2022 is not the time for employers to have easy access to hiring people in all professions. So if you're a business owner, you already know. And so I've been looking and a orthopedic therapist reached out to me. And in this specialty, ocu- or, or did I say orthopedic, occupational yeah. therapists, like, have, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, occupational therapists have been working with children and adults with all kinds of things, including toileting, feeding, but they've come at it from a different perspective. Um, they also are the hand therapists in the Pacific Northwest. So we've had this overlapping happening for a long time. And they've also entered into pelvic health. So this wonderful gal, Geetha, reached out to me and she said, hey, I know you said you're looking for a physical therapist, but what about an occupational therapist? And I said, let's talk. So she's in the process of onboarding right now. And what's really cool is occupational therapists come into this realm with a better uh, mental health background in their training, naturally. She's also 
lactation certified. So she is bringing things that I don't have as well as she does. So super excited. That's amazing. Congratulations, first of all. Thanks. I'm curious for our listeners, you know, if you have one piece of advice for the health and wellness provider that's starting solo practice or might be expanding to multidisciplinary, what's that piece of advice? What have you learned? Two main things. I would say first off, when you're brand, brand new, is you have to be consistent as you possibly can be. You decide that you're going to do, for example, a social media post. Choose that schedule. Be consistent. If you are going to start a email that you send out monthly or weekly, be consistent. I would say consistent AF. Um, those <laughs> things out. Those things build out your brand. They make you a much more reputable company and business when you are just a pillar of this is what we do. We're not floundering. And then when you've gotten there. Um, at the beginning for business owners, we're piecing together systems. It's like a patchwork quilt at first, especially in healthcare. We're like, oh, I'll use this EMR and this payment thing. And, you know, and eventually you're trying to create systems because that also ends up being the backbone of your business from really good systems you can build. That is super solid advice, especially the consistency piece. <laughs> and you are also a JNAP user. And Jane, actually, you're one of the first practices we saw using Jane. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons we found out about Jane and Jane is now our sponsor on the podcast. Awesome. Jane is so nice. I just got a new biller. And so we're onboarding her with Jane. And I was like, just, you know, they're great. They're so nice. (laughs) They're so helpful. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you get on the phone with them and just dang those Canadians. Oh, I mean, you but know, they have trained every one of their staff because they'll say things like, hello there. <laughs> They're just yeah. pleasant and so Their helpful. Support staff, 100%, hands down, the best, best around for sure. Never seen anything like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you have a couple things you want to give away to our listeners. First of all, your business is called Pinnacle Women's Therapeutics. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So tell, and in Vancouver, Washington, tell Mm -hmm. the listeners where they can find you and what you want to give away. Yes. So on Instagram, our handle is the pelvic health coach, um, all one word, of course. And pinnaclewt.com is our website. We've got a ton of resources on there, blogs, podcasts, you name it. And then if you're hearing this information, maybe for the first time and you're thinking, have I ever had, do I have pelvic health issues? Because, <laughs> you know, it's the next question, right? If you've not already, already identified that. So we've got a quiz called the pelvic health quiz, and it's just 10 very short questions. And if you answer yes to three or more, it is considered that you probably have something going on with your deep core or pelvic floor muscle system. And then we have a place on our website that is a little secret trove of resources. We call it the vault. So we're going to give you access to that as well. It's got a password on it, but it literally has all of our information, lots of wonderful PDFs and resources for all the diagnoses. So if you want to dig, and get good information, it's there as well. 
That is a super valuable giveaway. Thank you so much, Buffy. It's been amazing to chat with you today. Yes, this is always good. I love teaching about what we do and how we help. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. By the way, I love hearing from listeners. Please send me an email at Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L-L, at wellnesscentercreators.com with your feedback. And if you send me a question, maybe I'll read it on the show, anonymously, of course. Thanks so much again for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast.